shelf life contains adult content and even though it's all about toys may not be suitable for children welcome back to shelf life a collector's podcast this is blake this is you guessed it part two which is really day two of our live coverage of CaveCon. you're probably thinking why is an episode of shelf life out so soon it's only been one week since they blessed me with their presence because I rushed this one to print because it's too important to hold back. This time we got some, uh, well not to brag, but some good gets as we say in the industry. Uh, we got two great interviews in this one, which is significantly shorter than the first part, thank God. Um, we got Josh Roberts of the Comic Cave, our very favorite local comic book store, and co-runner... Uh, co-founder, I should say, of the CaveCon uh, convention. He's an awesome guy, and it was uh, an awesome talk we had. Uh, and then, toward the end of the day, the weirdest thing happened. Um, two of the uh, comic book men from the AMC show Comic Book Men were present as uh, celebrity guests at the con, and uh, one of them, Ming Chen, was walking by and was like, oh, hey, podcast, sat himself down and said, all right, let's go. Uh, so I hit record. <laughs> we didn't uh, have to ask him to be on our podcast or anything. He just uh, kind of assumed he was uh, welcome, and he assumed correct. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. My only regret is we... Uh, Forgot to talk to him about toys, but that's okay because we got lots of really interesting stuff about um, one local strip clubs, two local bowling alleys, and three uh, the philosophy of podcasts and the future of podcasts and amazing things that uh, Ming Chen and his uh, friends seem to be doing with podcasts. So, shout out to a shared universe podcast studio. Uh, in New Jersey, uh, they gave me some stickers that I'm going to put somewhere. Anyway, check them out online. But yeah, I shouldn't uh, talk anymore. I'll talk after. I probably forgot to say something. But anyway, here, here's the coverage for day two. We had a lot of fun. Enjoy. Love you. We're talking motherfucking toys with Adam and Blake. You're a plastic joke. Welcome to Shelf Life's live coverage of CaveCon 2018. This is part two, day two, I should say. I'm yep. just busting on in here, yeah. not giving Adam any warning. <laughs> it is 10, 14 a.m., and things are just getting started up in this con. Not, it seems like people are still kind of setting up and coming in. Not yeah. a lot of action People right now. People had the same idea as us, which, which is was just be we'll show very late, yeah. <laughs> very lazy on the second day. What do you, what do you, how do you feel about con second days, or what do you predict? Is it, is it like, is there going to be less action I don't going on? I think I've on? ever even made it to a second day of a <laughs> yeah, con. Yeah, you know, so. come to think of it, 
I think I did once, and we did almost nothing that day. Yeah. And went home early. Yeah. So I don't know. So I anticipate that it should be fun, though. I mean, it may there may be some more flexibility for some of the artists and things like that to make their way down. Yeah. I know we've talked to a couple people already that yeah. may come. Hopefully, come talk to us. some people will. More people will talk to us. Yeah. Today, and not just random miners named, <laughs> named Kramer. Named Kramer. Uh, Bless him. People who aren't strangers is what I mean. Is yeah. maybe what we're hoping for. So, how'd you sleep last night, Adam? Man, I slept great. Really? Well, so by the time, obviously, I was very tired throughout the day yesterday, and then I pretty much left here and immediately went to a dinner. Yeah. With my girlfriend's family. Oh. So by the time we got home, it was like 8.45 or 9, and I, you would have thought it was midnight or 1 p.m. I was so, yeah. so tired. So I immediately I went to bed at like 10 o'clock. Uh, I wish I did. I was until like 12.30. This time I woke up at like 7.30 instead of 5.30. Oh, that's good. So it's a bit yeah. better. I woke up at 7, but that, sleeping from 10 to 7 is plenty of sleep. So Yeah, still some insomnia going on here, but... Uh, better night's sleep yeah so woke up feeling good chill today so should be a nice easy day yeah that's what i'm hoping for no uh no surprises well i shouldn't say that i hope only good surprises yeah lots of great surprises suddenly scott snyder's like hey just came in to visit some of my <laughs> hey, friends i know and... i wasn't scheduled to be here at this con but i was just, just thought i'd pop in through the midwest noticed you had a podcast why don't i sit down with you guys i used to write batman by the way i'm scott <laughs> snyder <laughs> you think there will be any uh freshening of the toy supplies over there any new things i put was out you know if that to me, it seems unlikely. Like, yeah. are they suddenly on day two going to like be? Now we bring out the good toys. Yeah, like, yeah. Now here's some shit you've never seen. I was just kind of thinking like, eh, I might not even look at a lot of the vendors today because yeah. I've seen what there is to see. But I don't know. Maybe. I'll probably do another. Pass yeah, we should at least do a pass. At least give them this respect enough to do a pass. I did have a, uh, speaking of Scott Snyder, going back to that, I did see Mm -hmm. one major celebrity that was not scheduled to be here, just kind of wandering around. Really? Yep. For many people who don't know, um, our town was the location of a TLC reality show called Tattoo Girls. We may have done a podcast on the topic. Yeah, our, our first our, our first, first trial into right. podcasting was podcasting about this local reality show. I mean, it was a national reality show, but it was yeah. filmed locally. TLC, it made us famous. But about an all-female right? all tattoo parlor, it lasted like half a season. Put us on the map forever. Anyway, I saw one of the tattoo girls walking around. Oh. Like but I don't I, remember any of their names, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't either. It's was the it? one that went out with the... The guy, I, what was his name? Buddy Love. That's oh, the, the weird professor guy. guy. Yeah, but yeah, I can't remember Danny which Love one. Was she like here as a as a guest of the? Yeah, con? she was just kind of wandering around here, conning. Yep. All right. Well, but that's man, pretty. Man, uh, I got the got the jitters and everything. Interesting celeb sighting. Yeah. Good. <laughs> good con experiences. <laughs> should we? Uh, should we mention how there are still about fifty conventions going on? At the around same us, time yeah. There's a CrossFit the same place. I don't even know if we got much into that, but in the parking lot, there are just people lifting really heavy weights. Yeah, right in front of the convention, taking up spaces where cars go. Yeah, they've decided to bring out their weights, and uh, they're back at it again today. 
I saw like 50 people with um, they had their these thighs out that looked like they could crush a man's head. Yep. And there's some sort of Oktoberfest or something happening across oh, the street. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. It's around an absolute here. mess. Parking's a nightmare. But I feel like it's there's something very ironic or maybe just wrong about forcing nerd people just trying to get into a convention to have a good time to walk past all these yeah all these grunting in, in giant shape. monster people just. <laughs> Yeah, physically fit people doing fitness, and I'm like, oh, I feel even worse about myself right. than I already did. Get these people out of here. And I think there's something else going on too, like at the maybe the convention center next. Oh, really? Next to us, the hotel hotel area. Yeah, I've seen lots and lots of children. Maybe that's just for Oktoberfest. Yeah. I don't know. Lots of kids with bikes. <laughs> I don't know if that means anything. Huh. Children's it's, bike convention. It's the bike convention. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. No one's no one's walking by yet. No, no one's taking candy. Someone did walk by and just do a real real quick swipe of the candy. Just didn't even, oh, didn't even real look really look up Hate or anything. That. I thought but it was, it's all right. Thought it was going to be warm, but there goes that wind tunnel open again. Yeah. and now I'm gonna I get cold. My hoodie just in case. Uh. Well, so is, what did you do with your evening until twelve thirty? Um, we went to IHOP. Nice. Well, I laid around home a little bit. Then we went to IHOP for dinner. I don't know why there. Then Target to shop. was maybe still hung over from the night before. Yeah, well, maybe. And we just hadn't been there in a long time. It's like, why not treat ourselves to trash? Yeah, like every absolutely. Every year or so. Treat yourself to uh, trash. I had brioche French toast. Nice. Uh, we, sh- we did our sh- Target shopping. Yeah. Man, it seems like you're there like... Two or three times a week now. We're the, well, we're reliably there every Saturday night. I'm yeah. realizing which is getting boring and old. Well, but I feel like, especially if you're toy hunting, you've got to hit Target frequently yeah. because they will not keep anything on the shelf, no, anything of any value at all. Really, lately, they're terrible for toy hunting almost all the time, actually. And we're, we're just there to get our uh, necessity-type items. How's the uh, NECA section? Is it doing any better? Um, well, there may, there may be one or two items by yeah. NECA in that section. I don't think that it really counts as a NECA section. Yeah, they announced that like it was going to be a big deal, but they just kind of added a banner to their normal like Funko section and added yeah. a couple NECA items, but it is not really like a... Yeah. There's uh, a lot of stuff that isn't NECA over there yeah. in that area. Not a very uh, beefy, beefy NECA section. A lot of stuff that has to do with, like, either children's cartoons or video games that I don't understand. Yeah. Something called a Five Nights at Freddy's. Don't know what that is. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like a Chuck E. Cheese. I think it's a sing-along video game, like Parappa Rapper. Uh, but, okay. But, like, with Chuck E. Cheese characters. I'm, I'm pretty yeah, confident makes, that's what that is. Why don't they just make a Chuck E. Cheese game? <laughs> I don't know. They made a Burger King game. They've made McDonald's games. This is going back a long time. I played a McDonald's game on NES. What was the Burger King game? There was... So, in their kids' meals, they were giving away Xbox games at one point, And one of them was called King Sneak. And oh it was God. just like that Burger King... King uh, uh, and... He yeah. snuck around neighborhoods. I don't remember what the object was. To steal burgers from children. I guess. That's so creepy and weird. I don't know. I, I vaguely remember this now, putting Xbox games in their kids' meals. <laughs> yeah. What a bizarre thing. But it was, you know, like a very slapped together, like, five-hour game or something, if that. Yeah. Where's the nostalgia on that? Why aren't there NECA figures? 
of the for king. For the king, there the should king. be. I mean, if Funko's any indication, making fast food mascots is like printing, printing money. I would be. predict we could put that on Twitter and Randy would probably come back with, not of personal interest to me and the potential is too niche or something like that. Pretty much his common response to anything he doesn't want to make is just not really something we'd be interested in or just not enough people buying it, which I would say is probably arguably Well, you true. don't know until you put the king out there how many people are going to buy it. Yeah. So don't know until you try it. I love that he's he's taking a very personal approach to the the NECA thing. Like, eh, I, I'll, I'll pass. Yeah. It's like, wait, you're like a whole company. But wouldn't you, if we had a toy company and people were like, hey, make, I don't know, some damn anime make death note action figures you like, and i would be like uh, <laughs> i would be like where's the death note <laughs> this is a well, joke we'll come back to that we'll come <laughs> okay, back to okay. that <laughs> uh so we should just okay let's let's talk about a few funny things from from cosplay contest yeah, so we shut down the booth yesterday to go watch the cosplay contest the and adult one there was a kids one and then an adult one yeah we watched the adult one obviously um several were the Overwatch costumes coordinated? Because it was seventy-five percent Overwatch costumes <laughs> of all the contestants, and they were all the best costumes. Like they were the like yeah. ones where people had put the most. I effort gotta admit, into. they were the most well-made. But it also, was almost like an Overwatch cosplay troupe. It they seemed like made but, me feel very old. Yeah, because I'm just like, what's all this? Um, in a cos in a Overwatch cosplay of Junkrat is the one that won the whole thing. Right. It was very involved and good. But they had like a runway type thing set up where yeah, they like all a had a top model thing. Yeah, they all had an intro song and then they would come in yeah. and walk the runway. They and got walk music back. like like WWE, yeah, like yeah. a walkout. And it seems like they all kind of got to pick yeah. their songs. It's, it's, it's pretty good production value. So, but there was a character, I didn't even hear the name. Of course, I'm not a big Neth, Death Note person. I watched the terrible right. live action Netflix uh, show. I don't know why. Um, but there was a character from Death Note. And they walked the runway, and they just kept screaming, "Where's the Death Note?" over and over screaming. again. Screaming, I don't. Yeah, I don't know who this character is, and I don't know why. If that's their catchphrase, apparently, I think this character has a catchphrase where they just scream, "Where's the Death Note?" at the top of their <laughs> right, lungs. Right. And I was like, "Do I applaud now? Uh, what's what's happening?" Yeah. So, where's the Death Note? Someone was a uh, some woman was Randall Flag. Yeah. From. Stephen King's The Stand. I don't know if this is the book. And the, she seemed the least prepared for the runway. She wasn't. Well, she, she had to just, go first. Yeah, and she was like, "What?" So I'd be, I would also, I'd be like, "Uh, what do I do?" Yeah, now? she was kind of walking down, like, "The hell am I supposed to yeah. be doing here?" And just like, "Hey, look at me." People are, people weren't quite sure what to to think. Yeah, we were like, uh, "This is a book character," or "I'm not, I'm not familiar with who this is." So we had her, we had the Death Note, we had uh, Junkrat, Roadhog, you, Agent you know 76. Them so well. Do you play that game much, or is it just watching the boy, my, my kids so do. So it's watching secondhand playing. Yeah. Um, looks yeah. like a pretty, not a bad game, though. Agent 76 was pretty pretty good. He yeah. had a good gun that he made. Uh, else who else? We there? had a Black Widow. There was like one or two anime things. Help yourself. <laughs> Thanks. Just uh, giving away more candy still. Yeah, yeah. One that's or why two we're anime here. things that I had no idea what they are. We're here to talk to each other and give away candy. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks. <laughs> we got anyway. A, uh, oh, Iron Iron Spider cosplay looks like. Yeah. Store-bought. 
And then there was a poison ivy yesterday that was like a, a what? Like a renaissance? I think, or like a... Uh, it looks like, I don't know. She's like her like own thing. a little Bo Peep. Yeah, she poison had a long, ivy sta- a long yeah. flower staff. It was and pretty a, cool. Yeah, and a hood and a corset. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I think I recall seeing more than one poison ivy, but maybe, maybe only one was in the contest. And then calling back to our conversation yesterday, there was a Luigi that was clearly oh, a yeah. store-bought Luigi costume. just kind of walked out like, whoa, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. I'm in a Walmart costume. <laughs> Eat it, suckers. Not even a mustache. I'm Luigi. God. Oh, he didn't, he didn't have a mustache. No, oh, he didn't. man. Have. How does the costume not come with a mustache is what I'm wondering. That's like the whole thing right there. But Luigi didn't win. Overwatch person won. Yep. I don't know what the prize was. Money? Yeah, I don't know what the prize was either. I meant to try and find Probably that Probably bragging rights, notoriety. Yeah. I don't know if she they're doing anything else like that today. But I don't know. They kind of blew their wad with that one. Yeah. They didn't seem to have many events. They just have, like, raffles throughout the day. Yeah, okay. And raffles ha- are still happening today. Yeah. But I don't think there's any, like, major events. Yeah. Don't know. I'm curious to ask. I hope he shows up to record with us for a little bit, but the... Um, guy who is running this, mm-hmm. co-running it with author, author writer Colin Bunn, <laughs> right. um, Josh Roberts. He owns the local comic book shop, or one of the local comic book shops, the best local V1. comic book shop. Um, he's running this, and it's that's why it's called CaveCon. He owns uh, Comic yeah. Cave, so he's supposed to come down at some point and talk to us, and I hope he does because I'll be very curious to see. His his perspective on how things are going, yeah, if it's like been how a do you, success, yeah. It, Ask him to gauge whether it's successful or not. Not that he would tell us. Not that like, he'd be like, "Oh, it's a guys, failure." This has been a no. massive, massive failure. No, I've taken but it's such not. a financial hit on this. I mean, I have no I'm idea. Have what to the, close the store. Oh God! That <laughs> I would, hope that's not that the would case. be a nightmare because he really is by far the best. Uh, oh comic yeah, book shop far and away. Like it made me start going to comic shops. Yeah, again. my my girlfriend and I were talking about this uh, this morning, where she was mentioning Josh. Of course, she doesn't know him by name, but. Uh, mm-hmm. she was like, man, he's just such a good like small business owner because he's so personable and like knows yeah. everyone by name. Yeah. He's got the fucking subscription numbers for I everyone know. memorized. That's impre- and that's, I don't know how he does that. I'm I'm subscriber number 651. So, you know, and I'm sure some of those people have been canceled and yeah, that's or whatever. Yeah, is but, insane. But um, it, I'm in the uh, double digits, not, you know, humble brag. Yeah. But I got in there real early. Yeah. Got me some discounts, early bird discounts. Good for you. Yeah, good for me. You know who subscription number one is? Josh himself. Josh himself, oh. the owner himself. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's funny. If you look Why? at the boxes that he's his pull boxes, he's listed right there. Josh Roberts. Number he just one. made himself a little a little area, yep. I guess. Yep. Huh. Anyway. Anywho, so not a lot of huge action going on right now to talk about. No. Everyone just kind of the artists are artisting and. Yeah, people are still doing art like. The artists can stay so busy because they're always like sketching and yeah. they make money off their sketches. And exactly. We made a joke about this yesterday. Is all yeah. the other artists that are in the artist alley. Oh, they're artists. Yeah, they're, they're like artists, artists. So they're just working the whole time. Where you and I, it's like, well, we We're, can talk for a little while, but we can't do it for 12 hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My voice would. My voice is already <laughs> like dying, but we just started. it would be gone. But th- this is why we're stuck in the corner because... I think I already mentioned it's like where else to put us. We don't belong with these people. Yeah, yeah. 
but next, time, next year when we next year be- we're we're gonna sell some crap. We we, so we beg can be, to be in the toy section. Yeah, but can you just put us next beg to for the lower rate Still, we can just bring our own toys to sell. Yeah, I mean the artists sell their art. Maybe we'll have merch. customs. You should be selling your customs as well. Yeah, we should be. Getting. I have to actually like make more. Well, you've got a year. Start cranking yeah. them out at, at the rate. At the rate I go, I'll have like half a custom made in a year. Not even joking. It's oh, terrible. Did we talk about the banner on the radio yesterday? On the radio, uh, on the podcast yesterday? No. About how we want to do one of those banners, like what the artists oh, have. Yeah. So all the artists have these um, like long vertical banners. Yeah, that like they, scroll long. Yeah, long scroll they, banners. Right. Really nice. And we've just got kind of an easel with our sign up next to it. Yeah. So I had an idea for what our banner could be, okay? Okay. So hear me out. The bottom of it is a red barrel with the black label that says Shelf Life of Collectors Podcast. And then you and I are monkeys <laughs> with linked arms oh my God. coming out of the barrel. I love it. Uh, <laughs> It'd be like these same faces only on the monk like. I really, that's really good because it ties into toys. Right. It's creative. And it's something you could do with a vertical structure. Yeah, the only the only downfall is, w- imagine a game of Barrel of Monkeys with only two monkeys. Well, here's what we you would do: you would have like maybe four or five monkeys total coming out of the barrel, and all the other ones would be like the normal Barrel okay. of Monkey. And but then we're in the, the middle, weird, yeah, it would. We're be, like the oddball right. monkeys. Yeah. We're like, why are they in there? <laughs> exactly. Okay, I think I can get on board with this. It. Has to have lots of big ass texts. Yeah, has to be really enticing. We're gonna have to like commission more artwork now, and pay <laughs> right, more money, right. well, and just making making these banners. I priced something similar to them, and God, I was like, uh, yeah, pass, pass on that. I, so when we were first kind of talking about this, I was kind of pricing something because I imagined something bigger too, like oh, a big banner yeah. behind us, and it was like, okay, maybe that'll be something we look into further down the road. Yeah, there's probably somewhere, someone out there listening who knows about like a good place to get these banners done at a decent price. Let me know. Yeah. I don't think we plugged ourselves enough uh, yesterday, day one, but let me know at Shelf Life Podcast on Instagram. Oh, yeah, we didn't really or, do any or plugs. look or us up on Twitter. Yeah, we just kind of ended it. I'll add some stuff later, though. <laughs> yeah, I'll add, I like, figured you would probably do a, yeah, like just a brief I'll, introduction, exactly, to, or something. to explain what the hell is going on. <laughs> right, so confused people aren't confused. Thought well, I saw someone I knew, maybe not. Who? Oh, like a coworker's husband or something. Oh. Well, should we take a break till we get some more action going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Let's right. Take a break. Oh, we're back on shelf life, and we've got breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. We so, had to hide the yellow eminence. <laughs> oh well, okay, that's one thing. We uh, we had a concerned parent uh, that was not upset, but just worried that their child was taking too many of the peanut M and M's, and asked us to hide the rest of the peanut M and M's. Well, she forgot to mention whether the child had a peanut allergy, but <laughs> could not help herself. <laughs> Listen, if a child is gonna is gonna come by here and want candy, I'm not gonna deny him. You know, I'm surprised the guy with the uh, throat problem wasn't snatching up the peanut M&M's. Did we already mention that? We didn't mention that. So Another guy. Yeah, you tell (laughs) him. There was another gentleman who kept taking Snickers, and he said, Sorry, I'm just trying to soothe my throat. (laughs) 
and Blake joking, voice. Yeah, Blake jokingly said, "Well, Snickers should cure that right up." And he very sincerely responded, he was, he was like, "It's the peanuts. I, yeah. I'm really hoping the peanuts will help my throat." I know when I when my voice is a little scratchy and I'm I'm not quite as smooth as I could be. I grab a handful of nuts yeah. and you just chomp down the holistic healing powers of them nuts just uh, rolling down your throat. You know what? <laughs> you know what I? Uh, you know what I recommend for a sore throat? D's nuts. nuts. God damn it. <laughs> Stepped on my punchline. Sorry, sorry. Even though we had just been skirting around that punchline forever. <laughs> uh, so the real reason we, yeah, got, yeah. We, we jumped back on, though, is because someone just came by and wished us happy International Podcast Day. And I said, you made that up, sir. That's not a real thing. What are you talking about? How dare you speak to us? <laughs> Apparently, that I looked it up, and that is a real thing. Today, uh, September 30th, is International Podcast Day. Little did we, the podcast... Uh, yeah, podcast know. professionals. Somehow we didn't know, and We're we should have just been just been promoting that all day long. Yeah. So as far as what that means, that that's today. What does that mean? Like, it means that you have to get home and edit the podcast oh and release God. it this evening yeah, before that, the day is over. That seems likely and realistic. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't it be funny if I got home and it turns out we had, like, 15 minutes of material? <laughs> I, I feel like that may be the case. When you get home and you dump it all on the computer, you're going to find that we've got exactly, like, an hour and 45-minute show or something. Oh, there's been a lot of, like, 20-minute snippets. Yeah. I think it'll probably be, be end, up, end up being, like, two episodes of our normal length, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. But, and hopefully um, it'll be good. I don't know. I just did a Twitter hashtag, International Podcast Day. Maybe that brings us automatic uh, notoriety today. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I should do something like that, too. What, you took a picture of your microphone, right? Very artistic. Yeah, pe- people have pictures of microphones. Like, I'm trying to get pictures of the con, like, yeah. in my view from the con. But, like, my view is, like, nothing. Right. Yeah, we, it, we are directly across from two artists, and that's pretty much all I, we can see. I could... And there's just like some random dudes in the shot. I I couldn't get like a, a picture that encapsulates the con if I tried. Yeah. So, Unless we were higher up. Do you think? Can you stand on a table? Can you stand on this does table? Any, does anyone have a ladder that I could just climb <laughs> to and get like an aerial shot of the full con? Yeah. It does seem to be uh, going fairly well. Obviously, not as busy yet as it was at its peak yesterday, but. It's still yeah. pretty high energy in here, it's I'd that, say. It's that Sunday slump, you know. Yeah. That's a, a thing in cons, maybe. I don't know. All I know that it's, it's 10 bucks cheaper. Come on down. What if you probably wouldn't want to carry that thing around, huh? Carry well, all this junk around? Oh, God. If we did a walk around and just live commented on all the toys that's probably not very yeah, feasible huh it kind of sounds like a nightmare <laughs> yeah, i agree Lo- we, both, we can both, skip that both idea. logistical and social nightmare yeah yeah that'd be i don't even know if it'd be possible but i mean we've said a lot of what there is to say about toys i yeah. was telling adam the uh the booth he had his eye on with the uh vintage muppet uh whatever. scooter doll yeah. plush thing whatever it was in the 70s maybe yeah that booth is now all uh 20% off all toys for day two of the So con. my $100 scooter is now an $80 yep, scooter. So that scooter is looking a lot sweeter. And yet it's not. Mm. $80 also, is still a lot to spend. Bunch of G.I. Joe's, Star Wars. Yeah, they do have a... 
I guess I should maybe just at least glance at those G.I. Joes. I'm not a G.I. Joe collector, but they do have so many over there. They have there. a lot. There's just a lot of bagged loose figures over there, which yeah. is which is cool. Well, and, but there's like a whole G.I. Joe booth, too. Is... Oh, yeah. yeah. I kind of, yeah. I, I, I walk by. I, I glance at it, too, it because I'm not a G.I. Joe boy again. Yeah. We met a man who I peeked into his bag and he had a Transformer. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, Blake straight up creeping on people's I'm, bags. Well, this guy's just walking by, was, and Blake's like, it was I couldn't help but notice you got a Transformer, sir. That's not... <laughs> sir, I see you have a Transformer, sir. Sir, show me your Transformer, sir. But he was taking our business card. He looked like he was interested, and I was like, hey, we've talked about Transformers before. Which I feel like is a little disingenuous, since our talk about Transformers was more oh. like... Yeah. We know nothing about Transformers. I'm just now realizing if he listens to that, he's not going to like it. He's going to be like, this is not what I signed up for. nothing about Megatron (laughs) and my favorite Transforming buddies. It's the only one I can name. Optimus Prime. Bumblebee. Mm. Oh, yeah. Bumblebee movie. Looks like it's going to be better, according to Kramer. Yeah. Where is Kramer? He should just be sitting with us all day to just throw out some Transformer knowledge. I wish Kramer were still here. He'd be a good, like, third host, I think. Blake was asking yesterday who names their kid Kramer, and I realized this kid was born in, like, 2003, and I was like, man, this was some big Seinfeld fan coming right off the the cancellation of the series. Well, it was canceled, like, 98. Yeah, it was a few years If he was born in, like, 92, there's probably, like, a wave of children named Kramer (laughs) and Elaine for girls (laughs) around 1991 or 2. This is my oldest son, Kramer, and his younger brother, Newman. (laughs) God. And this is their little sister, Soup Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) Have you met my nephew, Close Talker? <laughs> and and uh, his brother, Putty. Classic. Now, they don't name any of them after the main characters, just all the quirky side characters. Except right, Kramer. right. Because you want to be obscure with it. Who else is there besides Close Talker? I don't know. Yeah. Something A lot of them talker? didn't have like, clear names established. Mumbler? Was that one? Or Molly. Remember Molly Shannon's character didn't move her arms oh, when yeah. she walked? <laughs> Doesn't move her arms, lady. That's her name. <laughs> what yep. was Elaine's boss? The guy that had that. Jay Peterman? Yeah. Was that him? Uh, that's weird, not a yeah, funny name. I think that's, yeah. Oh, it's kind of funny. It's just a weird guy. That's yeah. his thing. Oh, I wish this were a Seinfeld con. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just found out there's a gaming expo next weekend. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think we quite figured out if it were video gaming or, or tabletop gaming yeah. but it's probably tabletop i don't know the venue is so big though yeah for just a tabletop gaming like, expo. if it's a video gaming expo what is it going to be like e3 up in there i don't know e3 of the midwest what i call it but they get the bigger uh convention well, hall here's apparently the, thing. the that convention hall has two rooms it has like one giant like main room and then a side room which is closer in size to this oh okay so, they'll probably be and in the most, side every room. time I've been there whatever I've been there for is, has utilized both spaces but this mm. may be a thing where they've only rented out that it's one side it's probably expensive as hell to oh, get yeah. the big one which is what surprised me because I thought this con was originally over there yeah I kind of did too and I was too. like man that's gotta be fucking what was insanely I thinking? expensive to be in that giant place that would be wild yeah we would feel even lonelier in our space if it were that big. Oh, yeah, yeah. Be way distant from everyone else. 
They might as well have put us in a broom closet. Well, hopefully we'll get some more guests today. Yeah. Our friend uh, Andy Dietz said oh, he'd yeah. stop by. Who He's super duper into X-Men. Yeah, we and wanted to have him on the show He just got regularly. back from Japan, and I wanted to talk about wacky Japan toys. That needs to be like a whole episode, though. Yeah, actually, yeah, that should. We'll have him on for a full one. I think they're making some announcements now. I just heard some crackle over at the DJ booth. Is it a raffle? Why didn't we get red tickets? I guess because we... I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think to participate in a raffle when we're, like, part of the con. Here's what I'll say. We paid more than any guest here. We should be able to win a poster. <laughs> I should be given a poster. You know, I should have, I should have been given that CaveCon shirt. I s- we should have created a rider with our no, application. Really. Like, we'll, yeah, pay, yeah, yeah. we'll pay to come here, but we need the, the following items. <laughs> a poster. <laughs> a full case of Diet Cokes. <laughs> so, oh, speaking of the DJ booth, not every con has a DJ booth, right? Nope. This is like a special thing that yeah. this con had going. Not, And not too bad, really, either. So, yeah, there's a dude up there spinning. And when I say spinning, it's just, you know, a PA He's system. He's playing a playlist, a playlist on his laptop. The thing about the playlist that's funny, though, is when I first came in yesterday to set up, like, very first thing in the morning... I'm barely awake. It, Mortal Kombat theme. Yeah. Mortal Kombat and theme then, played multiple times yesterday. Uh, 15 minutes later, Mortal Kombat theme reprise. <laughs> and then I just kind of kept hearing it throughout the day. And I theorized, by the second time I heard it, I thought, they must be playing the Mortal Kombat, because there was a lot of like really hard rock and stuff that it was playing. Yeah. And I thought, they must just be playing the Mortal Kombat uh, soundtrack, and then <laughs> as soon funny. as I said that, Megan Trainer's all about that bass <laughs> came on. Well, and I'm 90, 90 percent sure that that song was not on the Mortal I Kombat think that soundtrack. Was on, watch that again, because I think that was on there. I think you're getting your years mixed mixed it up. It was Goro's theme. Yeah, all, all about that bass <laughs> was the theme for Goro because he had four asses. <laughs> Man, that's good. Hearing that song. It sounds weird now. Like, I remember when it was the summer or whatever that it was everything. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, hmm, I don't know if that song aged so well. It's kind of goofy. And she had, like, after that, like, like two singles, like, that hit immediately after from that same album, presumably. And then she just kind of disappeared again. Yeah, what, what, where is Megan Trainer now? That's what I want to know. Maybe she's working on some magnum opus. I, she could be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't follow her career, but she seems like a fine person. She's going to twist it up with all about that treble, even though in the last song she says no treble. <laughs> I made some changes to my body, and now it's now, all about that treble, treble, baby. I changed my mind. <laughs> well, when, when treble is in, in vogue, the songs will obviously change. Yeah. Bass will eventually, bass will cycle out of vogue again. These trends go in and out. Oh. I see the guy coming down the line. Yeah, who, um, he's going to snag one our, of those Snickers. He's going to need more Snickers for his, his voice box. Just keeps clearing his throat, too, every time he does. <coughs> Sorry, uh, guys. I'm just going to uh, need one uh, more. That's, that's the weirdest excuse for candy I've ever heard. <laughs> we uh, we said that many times yesterday, but people feel obligated in some way to, like, well, engage to, like, give a us. reason. Yeah. It's like, no, it's just, just out here to take. You don't need, like, a, a doctor's note. The exception is the guy that said, can I take this? And I said, sure, help yourself. And oh, he yeah. grabbed two obnoxious handfuls and then immediately walked away without saying another word. That guy took advantage. That upset me a bit. He didn't even care about the podcast. 
some of his friends, I think, stayed behind and talked about the podcast more, but he was out of here as well, soon as he I got the I assumed they were friends at first because they walked up together, but then he like beelined away from oh, us okay. so fast and they just didn't even yeah. acknowledge it. I'm like, was that guy just on his I own? I think he's just a creeper who kind of tried to act like he was with them. He's a candy thief. It's not cool. I wonder if we're, we've upset the concession stand in any way because we're sitting right next to them. We're shoulder to shoulder with the concession stand but, way here in the corner and we're giving away candy. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, God. That's, I didn't even think of that till now. They have different things than we do. They have, like, the full... We have fun snack-sized candies, and they have, like, full Reese's Cups. And but stuff. every time I look over there, they're doing that thing where they drag their finger across their throat. Uh, they look right yeah. at me and just drag their finger across their throat, like... Now that you say that, yeah. they do look like they want to kill us. <laughs> We're... And also, we're selling beer as well, so I, I feel like <laughs> yeah. that's stepping on their toes a right. little bit, too, maybe. They seem to get really upset every time I hand out a free hot dog to someone. They... We've got so much stuff back here. <laughs> we, we came prepared. It's what we, we're half, half podcast booth, half competition for the concession stand. Yeah. It, it, it was weird. Putting, it wasn't, you know on purpose putting us next to them but call it a happy accident Hmm, i may need to walk the floor soon yeah i think yeah feel free to maybe adam should take a little walk see if anything's new with with toy (laughs) wise today take a little break maybe peek at that skeeter i said skeeter scooter right (laughs) yeah it's scooter skeeter is the uh sister from muppet babies that apparently died at some point in childhood because she did not make it to adulthood yeah she's she, did. Oh, God, <laughs> she did die. Is she in the reboot? I wonder. She's not. She was replaced with a penguin. Oh God! Yeah, it was I funny know because I saw I saw a controversy on Twitter where they were like, "Disney's adding in more female care." It's all the SJWs and Disney adding more female characters to Muppet Babies that weren't there to begin with. And uh, it's like, well, there there was another female. Nope, character. just replaced a, a woman. <laughs> I say woman. Just replaced a female with a female. Yeah. One that doesn't look identical to another character. Got to make, got to make sure we have the same number of females as we started with, and there we go. Man, that really makes me want to get online and start looking up fan theories of what happened to Skeeter. You know, there is going to be some nightmare oh, yeah. stuff out there. There's theories about like that whole show being a, some sort of fever dream, or yeah. that the babies are in hell, or some shit like that. Well, if you look within the within the canon of the films. The Muppet Babies only exist in Miss Piggy's imagination, so... Mm. Yeah, so that's where they all are. And, but uh, then it's like becomes an Inception thing because the entire plot of Muppet Babies is them living out these, like, imagination oh, right. fantasy so things. So it's like imagination within imagination. We've got to go deeper. There's levels within levels. So but, on that note... But anyway, <laughs> so... You can go stare at that scooter longingly if you if you'd like to. All right. Well, let's we'll, take a break. We'll take and a I'll break see. and check out what yep. else there is to see here. So we're back on shelf life. What's up, Adam? Oh, hey. What's up? <laughs> uh, we have a guest. We have one of the uh, runners of the con here. We have uh, Josh Roberts of the Comic Cave. Hi. <laughs> the uh, the cave and the cave con himself is here That's with right. us. I'm the caveman doing the cave con <laughs> for the comic cave. Right, the actual caveman. Um, so thank you 
Yeah. First hey, of all. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for having us. <laughs> oh, you bet. Thanks for being here. <laughs> it is your con. Uh, it's been a great weekend so far. Yeah. Huh? It has, yeah. I mean, we uh, we had a great turnout yesterday. Everybody had a great time. All the vendors were happy. All the artists were happy. Great. Yeah. It was a busy day. A lot of a lot of people came out. Uh, we had uh, um, 104.7 doing a remote outside. Oh, which, really? Okay. You know, promoting right. us. And so it nice. seems like everybody had a great time. And today, it looks like there's a good turnout here today. Everybody's yeah. wandering around looking for toys and Still good. Yeah, having yeah. a good time. So. Still good. And you've got your uh, your store has a booth here as well too. That's so. right. We're so off. We're over in the coverage. corner. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Pretty good selection there, but yeah, you brought over quite a bit. Yeah, we tried. I mean, we've got that booth display we have is is great. One of my yeah. friends built that for us yeah. specifically for events, and it it has a lot of good stuff. Yeah, way better organized than your average uh, toy booth. <laughs> oh well, thank I would you. Say. Thank a nice you. wall display yeah. going. So, tell us a little bit about how you guys decided to get this set up, and I know, you, obviously, you've been working with Colin. Yeah, we're crazy. <laughs> um, so, when I opened the store five years ago, I had always thought I wanted to also do a convention at some point. Yeah. Because there are conventions in Springfield, but none of them are really comic-centric. They, uh-huh. they have comics, and they have pop culture things, but they right. do other things as well. And so I wanted to do a show that was comic-centric. Yeah. You know, and, and toy-centric, for that matter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the things that I do for my store. I'm, I, right, my store yeah. is comic books and toys and related items. And so I wanted to build a show that was like that as well. And knowing Cullen Bunn and how prolific he is in the comic book industry, right. uh, he agreed to help me, and he's been so instrumental in in helping us secure guests and and get a lot of these people interested in the show because one of the problems you run into with doing a first year show is a lot of people are like, well, yeah. I want to invest the time and effort into is it. Is it something it we can take seriously? Again, yeah. You know? And so he was great helping get these people locked down. And so we've had a great guest list, and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, including uh, Brian Q. Quinn from Impractical Jokers and Brian Johnson and Ming Chin from Tell Em Steve Dave and the Comic, Comic Book, Book Man. Man yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's been, it's been a great experience. And so. I know that we will do it again. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, I, we've got some ideas on how, of course, how to tweak some things here and yeah. do some things a little differently. But yeah, I mean, it's been a good experience, and we've had a great turnout. And I appreciate everybody coming. And was it your, yours, or Colin's idea to have people working out in the parking lot? <laughs> well, <laughs> just kidding, I'm totally. Oh, that's yeah. a total joke. We're, I'm just joking. Referring back to the CrossFit people. <laughs> yeah. I don't think CrossFit people play with toys, and that's their problem. Uh, I, I've been very disappointed with how many people of the CrossFit people have come in to talk about toys with. Their us, only toys are, are their their big barbells that they have that's out right. there. That they're they're just showing off. They're we're, shake weights. <laughs> we were talking about how they're all trying to make us feel bad for being out of shape <laughs> as we walk into the con. Yeah. I don't feel bad. I no, want to hand no, them all no. candy bars. That's why you guys have candy bars. We actually table. should yeah. go throw candy you at should, them. You should go throw candy at them. That'd be Watch awesome. Watch how quickly they they crumple under yeah, the, uh, they melt. the temptation. Right. <laughs> um, should, we, should we talk about anything about toy-related stuff? I don't know. what. Do you do you personally See, collect anything, Josh? I was yeah, your, your, your toy selection Ooh. in your store is, is huge and awesome, but like... With your personal life, do you I, have a history with it? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I off and on, I've been a toy collector uh, throughout my life. I'm I'm more of a comic guy. Yeah. Well, actually, and really in the comic 
my comic collection is mostly hardcovers at this point, but okay. I collect the uh, SH Figure Arts Star Wars figures. Oh, really? Okay. Which, unfortunately, I can't get in my store because they're not distributed in America huh. because of the licensing agreements that Hasbro has for their Black Series, right. which are basically yeah. the same scale. And yeah. so um, I have you know tracked those down over time, mm-hmm. mostly over the internet yeah uh, but that's that's basically that's the main toy that I collect and a few things here and there like I've got a couple of Godzilla uh, SH Monster Arts figures and I've got some Marvel Legends and stuff like that yeah of some of the yeah. characters that I prefer like Thanos I'm a big Thanos fan so yeah I feel like that's one thing as a collector you have to do if you don't want to go if you've got a collecting mentality you almost have to determine what you're going to narrow that down oh, to because yeah. otherwise you'll end up you'll just, go just destroying yourself financially by buying everything yeah. years ago when I first started working in this industry uh, I collected everything. I yeah. collected comics <laughs> yeah. and toys and sports cards and video games oh, and man. movies and and at, you're exactly right. At a certain point, you're like, I got to focus on. You something. go broke. <laughs> yeah. Well, you go oh, it's so easy. broke yeah. really yeah. fast. And I'm sure with like the 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 Star Wars, the figure arts, with with, some, with what I imagine that those cost. Yeah, they're probably enough right there. <laughs> right. I mean, it would they would be expensive enough if I could get them into the store. But then on yeah. top of that, you know, I'm I'm usually getting them directly from Japan. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so there's extra shipping costs mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. But you know, you get one here, one there. Build the collection slowly. The good thing about that line is they they don't release a hundred of them at a time. Yeah. You yeah. can keep up. So yeah, at this point, I am caught up with with what has been released, and I'm anticipating like they're about to release a, a Count Dooku and I think they're releasing a Grievous which looks oh, amazing wow. if it truly is a figure arts figure hmm. that seems and like then, it'd be a premium one too that yeah, would probably be yeah, a little I'm sure it will be <laughs> so yeah I mean so at this point you know I still need a uh, the Shadow Trooper the, mm-hmm. the Stormtrooper that's all black uh, nice. But I keep watching one of those, a couple of those on eBay. It was it was some online or convention exclusive in Japan. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. Us? Yeah. Yes. Or, yeah. Oh, geez. I don't, I don't have, have any. Uh, I got a pin. <laughs> Thank you. We're like the only people here that aren't. Where do we? Where do I sign? Look, this guy's playing with toys. We're we're these two guys right here. Oh, we absolutely are. Oh, oh wow! Okay, I would love that. <laughs> I would love if we could get anyone to start listening to podcasts, ours or otherwise. Are you on the podcast too? Nope. <laughs> no. I'm the show. He's running the whole show. <laughs> He's the king. <laughs> that's me. That's me right there. Oh my! Oh my gosh! Oh, that's literally you, huh? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was our the, first signature. Yeah. Yeah, like I was hoping someone would finally <laughs> ask us to sign that thing. Well, good. Uh, was there anything, real quick, I guess, as a child that you were uh, into? Any nostalgic stuff? Well, at first it was Star Wars. I mean, when I saw, I was five years old when I saw A New Hope in the drive in. Uh, it was the wow. Queen City drive in, which is now Sam's Club over on yeah. East Sunshine. Holy crap. And then my world was Star Wars from that point on. So yeah. my brother and I had most of the figures, and 
the play sets and everything. I, rem- I remember the Christmas that we got the Death Star playset. That was an amazing Christmas. Yeah, God, yeah. So, th- and then when GI Joe came out with the three and three quarter inch figures, I fell in love with those because of the articulation. Because mm-hmm. oh, I yeah. always liked the Star Wars figures, but I always was disappointed that their arms didn't bend at the elbow. Just a and their five knees point, yeah. yeah, limited. So then when GI Joe came out, I shifted my focus really to there, and I had most of that stuff until probably like. 1988 or 89 mm-hmm. so yeah wow and then you know I kind of was weaving in and out of things to collect and right over time I've had oh uh, I can't remember all the stuff I used to have but <laughs> uh, I started with Masters of the Universe I don't know if that nice. was one of your things I had so. a couple of those I had a couple of Transformers but like I said when when I shifted to G.I. Joe then it was all about G.I. Joe and, yeah and at one point I had everything that had been produced uh, in that line. Wow. And awesome. then they just went crazy with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At can't. some point when something like that becomes popular, it almost becomes too... You just can't. Too oh, yeah. Tough they to inundate you with, with what is available. And I remember my dad saying, because when the when the flag came out, the original, oh, yeah. the original yeah, yeah. retail price on that was $100. Yeah. And my Holy dad said, crap. you are crazy if you think I'm spending $100 on a toy for you. You're right. But it's I, 17 feet long, Dad. Well, that's why I, I said, Dad, it's seven feet long. <laughs> He's like, I don't care. It's $100. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, Which was $1,000 in today's dollars. <laughs> and and, that, and a, a sealed one sells for about three or $4,000. Wow. Now. I remember when the flag was in your store. Yep, I had one when the store it opened. It was pretty wild. It was almost complete, just missing a couple of minor pieces, uh, and it had the box, but the box was pretty rough, but... Yeah. Yeah. I sold that to a guy who said he was going to put it in a museum. Oh, man. Whoa. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to see that museum now. Yeah, no kidding. Well, right. Josh, we we said on the podcast earlier, but we'll tell you in person since you're here now, but you've got the best comic store in town by far. Oh, yeah. and probably well, thank any, you. any neighboring towns yeah. as well. And I appreciate that, guys. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really, really, you've got a really great business, and the, the con so far has been really great. We've really enjoyed the weekend. Well, good. So. I'm glad you guys came out, and I appreciate you being here, and thank you for the kind words. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for being on our show, yeah. man. You bet. I know you got a you have a good rest of, good yep. rest of the weekend. No fires to put out right now, knock on wood. All right, good. <laughs> well, soon enough. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, thank you, Josh. Thanks for being on. So we're back on Shelf Life. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened in the interim. Not the least of which is a critical discovery that we've recently made. Is it about the, the cons DJ? Yes. So in a previous segment, we had discussed the DJ booth here at the con- convention. Right. In that same conversation, we also discussed a man who was stealing Snickers to soothe his vocal cords. Now, we have recently discovered, tell him, Blake. There is a connection, turns out, between the two. The man who is taking Snickers to help his voice to soothe his instrument is, in fact, the DJ himself. So uh, when I heard the voice come over the, over the loudspeakers for the raffle, at this raspy voice, I was like, where have I heard that before? It was, it was the man who needed Snickers to help his voice. So in a way... We kind of saved the con by giving away free candy, we right? Have, we have single-handedly contributed to the success of this con. I think so. We, well, we kept it going because we kept the DJ's voice going. Without his voice, By letting no those, those nuts slide right on down. Those soothing, soothing peanuts. So uh, that, was, that was an interesting discovery we made. Yeah. 
And then since then, we've had a couple of... A lot of, of stuff has happened. We've had some networking opportunities. I would say yeah. that was some So successful. some other podcasters kind of rushed us and gave us some tips on how to not be uh, an unsuccessful podcast. Yeah, there, there was um, uh, two podcasters that came up. One of them seemingly... I haven't really looked into this, but it was the worst comic podcast ever. Uh, and they seem yeah. to have have uh, a fairly reputable. They've, they've kind got of a, they've got a following. They've got the better booth than us. Yeah, they're the ones that we were calling our rivals earlier. <laughs> Worst comic podcast ever. That's what they're called. And they they're out of Kansas City, right? And they um, they go to a lot of conventions. They were giving us a lot of tips on promoting and marketing. Uh, he was a super nice guy. Yeah. Really great to talk. Generous to. with the uh, uh, advice yeah. on he not not worried about our competition. I would say since he was trying yeah. to help us get a following, he was like, "These young men need my help." Here's my hope. We we promoted them. We maybe, gave them our card. Maybe they promote us. Maybe too? maybe I'm, we'll get that bump. I'm wink. I'm winking at you right now. Worst Wink. comic podcast ever. So that that was a while. We were we were just chatting it yeah. up. Talking shop, and then another another podcast guy came up, and he was chatting with yep. all of us. So it was just just us three podcasters just shooting the shit. And it turns out every white man in history has a podcast. Yeah, and uh, it also seemed like the other guy has about three hundred podcasts. Did you get that impression? Yeah, I think he like started one every month or something. And he's like. got he's got one for every character in the uh, Marvel and DC catalog. <laughs> yeah, 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 which is great. I I one hundred percent support multiple podcasts. Yeah, very for, prolific. Yeah. Like you've got to have a better work ethic than us. I think I was going to say the, the main thing I took from that conversation with both of those gentlemen is that they are each much harder workers than yeah, we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and. Even with, like, I assume they have other jobs. Yeah. Somehow finding the time. They are doing know. very well. I don't know how people do it. Yeah. But... Um, should we also talk about who else visited us? So so then shortly after that, I'm trying to make sure he's not around he to can't be hear us. So no. shortly after that, um, a young man, a teenager, came up to the booth and said, Can I uh, record a blog here? To which I immediately said yes. Maybe I should have been more scrutinizing about this. This kid, kid had his iPad ready. Yeah, he had his iPad ready. He asked if he could film a blog. We said yes. How old do you think he was, first of all? When we say 15? kid. 15? Yeah, if that. Yeah. yeah. So he immediately pointed his iPad at the candy on the table and started screaming, candy, 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 <laughs> candy, 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 over it. This was his blog. We don't know anything about his, his blog format, but he's on YouTube. And then he aimed it at the card. This was one long stream of consciousness It blog. was wild, he folks. He was screaming, candy, 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 and then he pointed at our business cards and said, cards, 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 cards. <laughs> and then he pointed it at our sign and said, Shelf Life Podcast, and then just kind of pointed it at Blake and I and talked about us for a long time. Yeah. And did we even do anything other than just sit there and I stare at stood, his iPad? I kind of sat awkwardly... I think I gave him a card. Yeah. He filmed the card some more, and then he, he gave us his YouTube information. He's like, you should check it out. I shove food into my Jason face mask <laughs> on my YouTube channel. So I, it's a kid who does weird things on YouTube. Imagine that. And his name is Colin, Colin Fuller. Colin Fur Fuller. Hey, how how's you? it going? How's it going, guys? Good. How are hey, you doing? We got El Elf. Elf up in here. We're we recording a podcast. Recording our podcast. Yeah. No, no, not, no, 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 no. The idea is we want people we to We want to be interrupted. Yeah. yeah. 
I see you have one of the four main food groups. Absolutely, and you are welcome to any of it. Yeah. In fact, your mother told us earlier that you would be by to take candy, because we offered her candy, and she said, no, but my son is Buddy the Elf, yeah. and he will definitely take some candy. Yeah, can't go wrong with candy. <laughs> right, right. I see. Candy, candy corn, candy cans, and syrup. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Is there sugar in this? I would imagine so. <laughs> I hope so, sir. <laughs> nice meeting you. Yeah, you, you have too. a great weekend. Wait, you met Buddy the Elf's mom? Yeah. Were you not here for that? Maybe not. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, she came by and then looked at the candy as everyone does, and I said, please help yourself. And she said, no, I will not, but my son is Buddy the Elf, and he'll be by to get some. Because he is... And sure enough, without fail, there he was. Because he's very in character as Buddy the Elf, right, so of right. course he's going to take candy. Uh, but yes, to go back, um, Colin, C-O-L-L-E-N, Fuller is on YouTube. I think I saw he had 42 subscribers, so not bad. Okay. Not bad. Well, I want all of his 42 subscribers to subscribe to us. Um, so if you go to his YouTube channel, you'll see some very awkward footage of me and Blake just sitting in chairs staring at yeah, his maybe, iPad. Maybe if it makes the cut. Colin, Colin Fuller. Yeah, he was just doing that to humor us. It's just going to be the candy, candy, candy uh, thing. He was just filming candy, candy, candy. Please promote us. Colin, if you're out there, please promote us. So, yeah, it uh, suddenly got pretty eventful, and it seems like it's picking up in here quite a bit, yeah, too. Yeah, like, I was thinking it was going to be a midday lull, like yesterday when we left for lunch, no. but... In fact, the day, I don't know if I don't want to speak for you, but it seems like the day's even kind of going by faster than it did yesterday. Do you feel maybe. that way? Maybe because we talked to more people, maybe, but... Maybe. Although, I don't know if we actually have. Also, maybe I was just so damn tired yesterday. Yeah, that I we was are both more tired. energy. And the day started earlier. Yeah. So. It's true. I guess there's not... Okay, so there's less than four hours of the con left. Oh, yeah, that's true. Huh. So the clock is ticking, folks. Yep, last chance to get down here. I love talking as though it's alive. Yeah, get down. Get your ass down here if you're within earshot. <laughs> get on this show, people. Time is running out to meet Blake and I right now at CaveCon. All right, we'll be back in just a minute on Shelf Life Podcast. All right, all right, give me a check, check there, Ming. Check, check, check. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen on Channel 3. And, uh, <laughs> That's yeah. right, airing on Channel 3. Uh, I'm not overloading. And, all right, it sounds good. Yeah, so, it yeah. sounds What's great up, to guys? me. Hey, uh, not much. We are back on Shelf Life. We've got Ming Chen, one of the comic book men. Surprise guest. Podcast brethren up in here. <laughs> um, so How's the lot- weekend been going? <laughs> it's been going great. Yeah. I, I think CaveCon... 2018, uh, their first year show. I think they did a really great yeah. job. Yeah, I I came in on Friday night and I was like, hey, you know, how's it? How do you think it's going to go? They're like, oh, we don't really know. It's hard to tell. Um, they they had pre-sales, but not as many as they as they they wanted. Mm-hmm. And um, right. they were they were kind of told like, listen, people in Springfield buy day of. They walk up tickets. Yeah, so, that makes but sense. it's very hard to predict. And I came in here yesterday, and it got full, man. And yeah. I was just like, wow. I, did, I was just happy for them. I love Colin Bonner. I think he's an amazing writer. Yeah. Um, at one point, I remember I was stuck, I was looking at the new releases one week, and he had fully written half of the books that were on the show. Oh, so. yeah. He writes everything. <laughs> yeah. DC, Marvel, uh, Image, everything. Yeah. And not only that, he does it well, too. It's all good stuff. He's not, there's not yeah. a stinker in the bunch. Yeah, so big shout out to Colin yeah. Bonner, one of the co-promoters, co-founders of KCon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, they Him did a Josh. great job. Awesome. And, um, I haven't gotten confirmation. I'm like, dude, 
one, you got to do this next year. Yeah, and maybe two, more comic book men next <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah, and two, like we're definitely we're coming back. You got to. Oh, excellent! Back, That's so. great. Cool, cool. Have yeah. you uh, have you liked the town overall? So yes. Far? Are you guys from Springfield? Yeah, we yeah. are. All right, yeah, so. I make it a point to explore everything of whatever city I'm in. I go to I go to a con almost every weekend. So oh, wow. I don't, you know, I being at the con is great. It's usually a big concrete box with <laughs> right. like bad fluorescent lighting right. or a hotel ballroom or this wherever. This is a bit nicer. Yeah, yeah, which is great for the eight hours that you're there. But afterwards, I want to go. I'm not going to stay in my hotel room. Yeah. I need to go explore. So I saw yeah. on your uh, Twitter yesterday you went to Andy B's yesterday. I did. Is that right? Uh, yeah, we did a live podcast at Andy B's. Oh, so great! Oh, really? That was uh, that was great. I was shocked at how cheap their drinks were. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but all the drinks <laughs> no. are like three bucks. There, I bought four drinks. They're like fourteen dollars, sir. I'm like, no, 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 all four of these. <laughs> like, yeah. Drink at bowling alleys. That's a tip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had really great breakfast yesterday morning at a place called Druffs. Downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a, oh, a local yeah, favorite. Yeah yeah, 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 amazing. But I, I capped off the night last night, gentlemen, at a place called Soft Tales. I don't know if you're familiar with <laughs> Oh, my God, with this, we, this, I've this, been there. This, this, that is uh, not the uh, nicest place yeah, you could have uh, uh, gone. If you were going to uh, visit a place in Springfield, mm-hmm. that's a, an interesting one. Yeah. Come on, that's Take real Springfield right you're, there. Well, right? I, I don't yeah. deny that. Yeah, yeah. if I, you want to see the real underbelly there, of Springfield. There yeah. are a few nicer establishments you could have gone to, but hey, that's... You can find those anywhere. No, I want the train wrecks. I want the... Well, you found it at Soft Tales. Yeah, well, before I came out, I, I had a friend in Omaha who kind of you know knows like where I like to go. She's like, "Oh my god, this place all soft tails. There's no DJ. All the songs come out of a jukebox, and yeah. the strippers uh, choose their song. Right, they put in right. their dollar bills, and and they pick their songs. Um, yeah. You should go. That's that's just <laughs> normal for here. Yeah. I made it publicly known to people here that I wanted to go, and they're like, "Oh my god, you don't want, don't go there. You don't want to go there. Yeah. You're gonna it's bad news. <laughs> that's what everyone it's, says. It's a yeah. bad reputation. You you mm-hmm. like you could get in trouble there. I'm like, that's exactly where I'm gonna go. So <laughs> you I, went looking for trouble. I did. So uh, I took a whole group of friends there last night, and yeah. uh, we had a blast, man. So. Uh, have awesome. you ever been to this place? Uh, yeah, there's no DJ. Everything comes out of it. It's an internet-connected yeah. jukebox. Yeah. And that's where all the, the dancers yep, go. They and choose they, their, they choose their song. Their, yep, and they yep. dance to that. Yep. Now, the great thing about the internet-connected jukebox is that uh, anyone at the place can control the songs with an app. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, great. So I made my own playlist. So uh, oh, last night we were treated to uh, uh, Best Around from Karate Kid. Yeah. Uh, oh Bohemian God. Rhapsody. Wow. That's hard, um, to, that's hard to strip to. I've tried. <laughs> well, I wanted to see if they could do it. And yeah, I saw a couple confused looks. Yeah. yeah I, I threw in some ones that were easy to strip to. Pour Some Sugar on Me, Def Leppard. Yeah. Uh, face Down, Ass Up, Two Life Crew. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. But um, I don't know if you guys frequent these kind of establishments. Well, there's another uh, place that's similar to it that we've been to. And they also have an internet Here? hooked up. Jet, yeah. What's it called? Uh, Showtime, Showtime Joe's. Although, Joe's also has Although the same it's gone setup. through several different owners, okay. so it, it's different names. But but it was also a, a, the strippers have to put in their own dollar into the yeah, jukebox. Right. Well, <laughs> if, they, if they want their own song, otherwise they're at the mercy of whoever's yeah. there, you know? Yeah. 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 No, but, usually the rule is uh, if you get a lap dance. I usually don't get many. I find it awkward in general, yeah. but... Um, the rule, <laughs> yeah. though, is if you get a lap dance, the, the stripper has to complete the song that is currently playing. Right, right. 
Well, what's the longest song that you guys know <laughs> yeah. out there? Are you familiar uh, with the 17-minute song that came out in the 70s by a band called Iron Butterfly? Nope, but is I'm writing it down now. It is, yes. Did, did they actually had that? They had it. I oh played it, God. and that's what I got the lap dance <laughs> you, to. Did, I, did she seem really mad about that? No, not, I, kept, I tipped her very well. Yeah, so, well, that's yeah. good. You, you it, juked the system, so to speak. <laughs> I did, but hey, man, this is how you get ahead in life, gentlemen. You find the opening, you find you know a way to crack the system, and you break it wide open. It's I mean, all about efficiency. And cost effectiveness. Oh, yeah. And getting the longest lap dance humanly possible. Yeah, yeah. And I did, and I, I was like, God, what a great night. So, yeah, yeah I love your town, gentlemen. Great, great. Wow. Well, thanks for, and I'm, thanks I'm for saying so. Yeah. Glad you uh, came to the con and had such a good time. Yeah, it, uh, this all started, um, I was just kind of on the internet randomly one day, and I saw Brian Quinn from, Brian Q. Quinn from oh, yeah. TV's Impractical Jokers was a guest at a con- at a Comic-Con. I'm like, right. this dude don't need to go to Comic-Con. <laughs> he has a very lucrative live show circuit. Yeah. And then the TV show is doing very well. And he's got he's got a very successful podcast. They, they have Patreon money from that. He's Yeah, he doesn't need to, you know, say make money at a convention. So I'm like, this is odd. Why is he going to a first-year con in Springfield, Missouri? And I looked. I was like, oh, Cullen Bunn is going to be there yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. They're, they've been friends for a number of years, and they're collaborating on a comic book called Metro. Which, oh, uh, I didn't realize he was collaborating yeah, with no, Yeah, yeah, they're both either. co-writing it. And Walt Flanagan from Comic Book Men is doing the, the pencils. Oh, oh wow. okay. Okay. So it's a big family affair. Yeah. Nice. Like, oh, okay, I guess Colin must have asked him. He's like, yeah, of course I'll come. So I was like, that should be fun. Yeah. Interesting. Fun. Uh, and then two weeks later, I saw Brian Johnson was announced for this convention. I'm like, dude, what the hell? I love, I love that you didn't know. You had to find out through yeah. the internet. Yeah. It usually, it's usually me helping Brian get into conventions. Because yeah. I go on, I send emails, or I'll meet other convention promoters at other shows. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll, we'll go out and drink, and then I become friends, and then I get invited to their conventions. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, hey, would you, what about Brian and Mike? And they're like, oh, yeah, bring them too. So... So I was like, gee, thanks for the heads up, assholes. Like, <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I hit up uh, Colin's wife, Cindy. I was like, hey, I, if you, I would love to come if you have room. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we were going to ask you, but we thought this is too small for you. I'm like, no way, man. I'll go to, I'll, I'll go to any comic. Man, we're so. glad you no, did. Yeah. Nothing too small for yeah. Mr. Ming Chen. <laughs> yeah. So here I am. I'm having a blast. This is a great town. We're this is a great show. And and I love that there are podcasters here. Yeah, so. yeah. Wait, there's yeah, a, same. another Likewise. one over there. But yeah, we uh, we this is our first time like trying to promote through a convention oh, yeah. and, and yeah. stuff too. So yeah, we're we're kind of stumbling through trying this. Trying to as find we an go, audience but, still. Yeah. You know? Well, so this is what I'm trying to initiate. Uh, me and Mike Zapsick from Comic Book Band, mm-hmm. we actually opened up a podcast studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh wow! About ten minutes from the store. Uh, it's called A Shared Universe. A Shared Universe. Okay. Uh, two references to that name. One, uh, obviously, the comic book reference where, yeah. you know, all the characters right. uh, kind of share their... They have different universes, but right. occasionally they come together to share their universe. And then in podcasting, we wanted to... You know, you're going to have people talking about different areas of expertise or passions. Like, we'll come to one space, our space... And right. share your universe at a shared universe. Yeah, so, I like that. Yeah, so yeah, it's not um, a bad idea. That's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, we uh, yeah, like we'd be at cons and people like, hey man, I listen to your podcast. How do I, I want to start my own? How mm-hmm. do I do it? And I, I would be like, well, give them like a ten minute lesson, which is not nearly enough to <laughs> yeah, teach yeah. at a podcast. Right. right. Um, so we'd always kind of dreamed of opening up like a, a real spot where we could teach classes. Mm-hmm. Or just rent out the studio for guys like you. You guys know what you're doing. So, yeah. you know, if you ever, say, had a guest, 
and you didn't want them to come to your house or wherever you record, you could do it at a neutral location. Right. Um, so we launched it beginning this year, and it's been it's been getting a really great response. So awesome. Um, but we're what we're trying to do though is go to cons and set up there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how right here in front of us there's a artist alley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I one day envision a podcast alley at every single con. That's what we want too. And, we and won't we, feel so left out. Right. Yeah. And we've kind of been laughing about that all weekend as we are in in this awkward kind of sub thing over here in yeah. the corner back by concession yeah. we're surrounded by artists that yeah. we're not really part of that group right but um, we're not a vendor either we're not right. selling anything yeah so. oh we'll get there it's very early I mean we're definitely pioneers yeah um, <laughs> but I've seen it uh, I was at a con in Omaha and they actually had a podcast alley set up uh, wow. eight different podcasters in one section mm-hmm. And it was great. So what I envision is, you know, we would be at a podcast alley at every major, minor, every convention. And I, I'm all for it. And uh, usually at these conventions, they have some pretty notable artists and media guests. Right. And I hope to get it to a point where all the media guests, whether it be, you know, like a Jason Momoa or Chris Evans, where they will want to come and just podcast yeah. with every podcaster. Yeah. Give That'd them each amazing. five to ten minutes. It's like a press junket almost. Yeah, but fun because it's a podcast. and they <laughs> yeah, can Way better. Yeah, they can swear and they can talk about whatever yeah. they want and be free. We don't censor the show. Is there <laughs> anything you'd like to say uncensored just <laughs> on the record? I, uh, he does I, that every day. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> right, I'm not fine. really mad at anybody. But yeah. <laughs> okay, good, good, but good, that's good. what I did at this podcast, Ali in Omaha at Old Comic Con. I went and I did ten minutes at each booth. Awesome. And then, like a week later, it was like, "Hey, like I was on eight podcasts, yeah. like, and I retweeted all of them. It was, it was awesome, and that's." That's uh, that's what we hope to we hope will. to do. Well, one we day. really appreciate you coming yeah. by, and I I thought that we've been more just kind of trying to snag people as they yeah. walk by, you know. Yeah. And I thought, man, it'd be great if one of you guys could make oh, it yeah. down. But yeah. of course, it's like you can't just walk up and ask the media you, guys oh, to come. You, you can though. You, <laughs> it, it's surprising though uh, at cons. Uh, I usually try to give people a heads up before I go. I was like, hey, if you're a podcaster. Come to my table near the end of the day where it's a little less crazy and let's uh-huh. let's podcast yeah, because yeah, I know yeah. it's it's tough to get content for your mm-hmm. podcast. Oh yeah, um, I know. You know, you guys probably talk once a week, which is cool. But you want to break it up a little bit. Yeah. And, um, yeah. You know, if you can talk to you know uh, a Stanley or something, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody yeah. gets to do that. And at a con, you have this great concentration of like just all these cool people trying yeah. to get real people for the first time yeah. rather than just our friends who happen to be hanging around the <laughs> right. house yeah. so I actually you know even at a con uh, you know the media guys, I just go up and ask mm-hmm. what's the worst thing say no yeah. I don't want to do it it's yeah. true I, you know I understand some of them are like a hundred people deep like obviously they don't right. have time to give you five minutes yeah but there are other people who don't you know they don't necessarily have that line but there's still awesome Awesome people. You were you know, clearly awesome itching to be on a podcast. I could <laughs> yeah. see it in your eyes. Oh, I'm always, I'm always itching, man. Yeah. So yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, when I, yeah, if I walked down, I was like, oh my god, more podcasters, microphones. Like, hey, guys, let's go. Yes. I literally <laughs> sat down. I was like, let's go. I love it. Finally, yeah. finally, someone giving us recognition. <laughs> oh god, yeah. rather than just taking our candy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the candy doesn't hurt. Though. Yeah. 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 This I, was uh, our cheap ploy to try and get people to oh, approach the table. Oh, it's a good table. ploy. It's a good ploy. And it's not, mostly kids who don't listen to podcasts and can't. And are not allowed to listen to yeah, our podcasts. Our, yes, yeah, sure. it's adult. They um they will they will. That's another thing we're trying to initiate is trying to we're trying to go to schools and teach kids yeah. how to podcast. And, oh um, wow. Yeah, that's not a bad. That's a great idea. Yeah, actually. yeah. I, I, uh, I, I, we haven't gotten quite there. We're, it's again, it's early. You know, yeah. some of the older administrators don't know what a podcast is. So, oh yeah, which is fine. You need to educate them. But yeah, we're, we're we we would love to do like after school podcast programs. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, why not? You know, yeah. they have like what video yearbook or yearbook and all that. Why not a podcast? Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Get kids into the new media as much as yeah, possible. Yeah. For yeah. sure. It deserves the recognition, I think. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, you know, well, I'm working. It's gonna it's gonna be a long road, but someone's got to start it. Yeah, so, man. Be cool. Great. When we post about this, we will shout you out and all your stuff, of course. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Uh, yeah feel free here. to signal boost yeah, as maybe, much as you maybe want. Maybe a little cross pollination. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, well, Who knows this is how happen. we, uh, you know, this is how we get ahead. This is how we market. Yeah, you, yeah, you have to market it all yourself. Yeah, you know, it's, no one's going to yeah, do definitely. it definitely for you unless you want to pay an ungodly amount uh, of yeah. money to a PR company, which um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is not worth yeah, it. Yeah, and we certainly don't much. have the budget yeah. for it. No, not a lot of money has gone into this podcast other than the equipment. Yeah, and your your fancy. The artwork here. Are you got fancy, you got fancy sign back here. Little, cool. little sign and a, and a table. Oh, business cards. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we got some. I love it. Take I, cards I'm, if you like. Yeah. Take candy. Thank I'm you. Take, I am taking. We'll this. have our info in case uh, you know you, yeah. you feel like giving us. A- <laughs> yeah, for sure. So how long you guys, how long you guys been going? And how many episodes do you are you up to? We're now? a little over a year. Nice. This in, is, is going to be number twenty three, sadly, because we're like a one every two or three weeks. Oh yeah, yeah that's it's fine. It's tough to. It's I don't, tough to get together. And it do is. Yeah. Both of our schedules aren't always in a line, yeah. so it's sometimes tough finding that time to get in that there. That is but the, the hardest thing about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I hear you. Working full time, and yeah. But it's going better than, than we thought. We've got a, a number of listeners. Yeah, and so it, it'll grow. You just got to keep yeah, hammering at trying, it. trying to grow it, trying to break that, that uh, I don't know, yeah, 150 <laughs> download slump we're at. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you will, and that's not a bad number. I mean, it's 150 more than you had you know, a year worse. ago. Yeah, yeah we exactly. started with nothing, so, of course. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And yeah. yeah, I think I mean there's the worst comic podcast over there. They're yeah. cool guys. I podcasted yeah. with yeah. them, but they're not even they're not even really set up. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're they're not, they're not recording live. No, they're not. But you so. know they they came over. One of them came over and was talking to us for a little while and giving us some great tips. Oh, about good. It. Yeah. yeah. So it was it's a very yeah. supportive yeah. community. They've been doing it way longer than we have. Yeah. Big supportive community. Be great if they came over and, like flipped your table. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah. This is our turf. This, this is our worst comic <laughs> podcast ever. Yeah. <laughs> Stay out of my territory. Get podcast turf wars. Yeah, it, you know, that's as, how it felt. As ridiculous as, as that sounds, I heard um, there were uh, when when they set up this con, they had invited two cosplay groups to appear. Yeah, here, which I heard is, this story. Which is which is great. And then, but I heard one of them was like, "Oh, we can't. We're not coming. Uh, we're at war with the other one." I'm <laughs> well, like, that's what? the reason. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. What is this? Uh, sharks versus jets? It's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I heard the other one did not. They were they they were conflicting with that each other, and one of them pulled out. And I'm like, wow, what a loss! Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like, like yeah, you'll be missed. Telling how yeah, I just I love like cosplay drama is like the the worst. <laughs> right, right. I I also heard that the 501st Legion pulled out. So they were at war with the Rebel Alliance, actually. <laughs> well, that makes more sense yeah. because so they were, they, you know they were, it, no one really wants those guys in the same right. room. Right, hands were tied. Right. Well, uh, so we gotta look around for like the spy stealing the plans from one cosplay group and giving it to the other. Like right. the, there the, are defectors, yeah, the, the, yeah, the secret like uh, craft foam like plans, or, like, <laughs> yeah. like freaking war blood. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty absurd. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it still right. turned out to be a great weekend. So yeah. It's, I would say it's, it's a success. Would have been better with a cosplay fight. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Just a big breakout in the middle That'd of the room over the there, contest. like Harley Quinn, like. 
Joker or Harley Quinn, like Suicide Squad Harley Quinn versus like, like Paul Dini Harley right, Quinn, yeah, yeah. and uh, like a real cat fight between two Catwomen. <laughs> um, you know that we could settle like Thor versus Hulk. Like yeah. we could have settled a lot of I things this all weekend. Of just like Dark Side versus Thanos. Yes. Just like all the DC oh, versus dude. Marvel knockoffs. Dude, <laughs> come on, man. That would have been great. Yeah, it's Finally, true. We really gonna... missed out. There was Thanos' dad running around here yesterday. Yeah. Some dad was Thanos. <laughs> he wasn't in the contest, I don't think. But uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of fun stuff to look at. Sorry you can't see it, uh, listeners. Yeah, this is why we describe it. Theater of the mind, if exactly. you will. That's what we're doing. That's what we've yeah. been trying to do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, thanks, guys. Well, yeah, man, for letting me sit down. Thanks for coming. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah, dude, come on, man. I Anytime. I support it. all podcasters. I support all podcasts. So. Well, we'll definitely take you up it. on it if we see you next year. We'll be dragging you over. Oh, here, yeah. So. Oh, oh yeah. no, for sure. We'll and drag all the comic book men over. <laughs> We've already asked. We'll be back next year. Great. So. Sweet. Good. Awesome. Good, to hear. Yeah. good stuff. So thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah, keep yeah, doing what you do, man. Thank you, guys. Yeah. So there you have it. That was the end of our two-day coverage of CaveCon. 2018 after the interview with ming we just sort of uh packed it in and said uh we got someone who has been on tv i don't think we can top that let's just go ahead and uh call it quits and podcast over i guess uh but no the the podcast isn't over we'll be back soon hope you enjoyed this episode they came out uh quicker than normal Hope it was okay that we dumped this really long, epic, weird live thing on you. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed yourself, though. Um, in the meantime, till we see you next, please check us out on uh, Instagram. Our new gram is at Shelf Life Podcast. Trying to get that going. Follow me there so I can close my other account. Adam is on Twitter with the official Shelf Life tweets. Get Adam uh, at Shelf Life Atom, A-T-O-M. Um, and we usually forget to say this, but uh, if you're listening and like us, uh, don't forget to give us a rating, rate and review, as they say. Uh, I know that's how it works on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you're using another platform like google play you're smart enough to figure out how to review it give us some uh heap praise upon us as it were um also i'd like to thank my band for the theme song we're called more of that you can find more of our music at more of that.bandcamp.com so uh i guess the best thing to do now would just be to end it since I'm not really going anywhere with this, so I'll just end it the way we always end it, by saying, um, kids, never forget, as always, bathe and neuter your toys, and life in plastic is fantastic. Oh, and uh, sorry that I sound weird. I am just desperately trying to get this episode uploaded uh, and I haven't slept in roughly 48 hours. Good night, everyone. I'm gonna go collapse. <laughs>